Number 10 and number 24, switch. Number 18 and number 6, switch. Number 22 to the middle. Welcome to center stage. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the center stage. My name is Luke. I'm here with Beatrice and Ashlyn. And we have a special guest today, which I am absolutely embarrassed at the fact that I did not ask our IFBB judge guest, Mike, what his last name is. What's your last name, Mike? <laughs> oh, you'll like this. Um, Tyson. Mike, Mike Tyson. Tyson. <laughs> hey. Boom. There we go. That's awesome. Let's talk well, about welcome to the show. Now. I know, right? Welcome to the show, Mike. We're absolutely <laughs> honored to have you. You are uh, tuning in all the way from the Netherlands, and uh, we are, me and Ashlyn are both in Florida. Beatrice is still in L.A., so we're kind of, you know, spread out across the world as normal, but we're very honored to have you, and thank you so much for coming on the show. Ladies, what's Hello. going on? How, how you doing? Yes. Little, I'm good. Catch up. You good? It's midday for me already. <laughs> it's 8.30. No, I, I woke up at 5 to get it uh, because I had an exam um okay. a college exam so yeah my day like long day <laughs> okay gotcha. so it's Great. like half 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 day for me as well good good grief mm -hmm. Here, here's a little later it's like um 5 30 right p.m yeah yep. yeah he's he just finished he's about to eat dinner right yeah i just ate breakfast oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah i just had my breakfast too just went to starbucks to get some decaf Ooh, I, am I am still oh. fasting, so I have yet to eat today. So oh, you've been fasting? Yeah, I won't eat until like two. Well, that's every day. I don't. I eat my last meal at eight o'clock at night, and then I don't eat until around two the next day. Two oh, to three okay. depends. Yeah. So, all right. I'm uh, I've only had a black coffee. That's it so far. <laughs> <laughs> so, so good. <clears throat> I had like four yesterday. <laughs> so uh, uh, something, but something I, I I don't think I'm I made for. What, fasting? Yeah, fasting? Oh, no. Oh, bro. oh fasting. <laughs> no. Eating is way too, too good. I, know. I love to eat. I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong. I, I still eat. Like, I have a big lunch, and then I have a decent, you know, a small, smaller dinner, and usually that's it. But that's only because I'm, you know, a massive fat ass right now. So I have to, you know, COVID <laughs> kick, COVID kick my, yeah, I mean, COVID kick my <laughs> butt, you know. So. Thanksgiving. Yeah, yep. so now I'm, you know, just trying to get back down to a normal healthy weight and not be, uh, you know, an elephant in the room, so. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my gosh, stop it. I don't like it purposely, like, I don't, like, what? purposely, like, try to, like, Im implement fasting, but I don't right. eat my breakfast usually till, like, 11 or 11.30 in the, in the morning just because that's when I get hungry. Like, I just don't ever eat before then, but not because I don't, right. I try not to, you know what I mean? Gotcha, mm. yeah. I wake up I hungry, like, at 4.30 sometimes. I wake up hungry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, because we wake up at 4.30 or 5, but... I wake up feeling hungry when we leave to the gym to do the fasted cardio. I, I already feel my stomach like, you know, what's weird food. when I get up really early, like say I have a flight or something that's really early. It's I'm way more hungry if I get up early. But if I sleep yeah. in until like nine, then I don't get hungry until like 11. Yeah, so. it's supposed to be. That's supposed to be a good thing. It's supposed to be a sign of good gut health. Um, and, and good metabolism when you wake up hungry, like they say, you're supposed oh, yeah. to yes. wake up. Hungry, yes, so. it is. That's a good. Well, I'm like always I hungry. So. 
I'm Your metabolism is on fire, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies. So we got a good uh, <clears throat> we got a good round of questions here from Mike. So why don't we get started with the questions and uh, give let everybody before we start with the questions. Actually, let's give Mike a little chance to give us his background a little bit. Tell the people who he is, what he does. And uh, we'll get to know him for a couple minutes and then we'll roll into the questions and I'll let you ladies take over. Mm-hmm. So Mike, right. tell us all about you, buddy. Um, uh, my name is, as you know, Mike, and I'm, I'm originally from Aruba. I've been living now in the Netherlands for about 12 years. Uh, been judging for quite a long time, but it's about almost three years now that I've joined the 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 pro league and the npc because i was with the ifb elite before for about 18 years or something like that wow okay and um i joined the pro league uh, right right after the split okay i was fresh in yeah when i do this full time or is this uh or do you have like a full-time job as well and then you kind of judge on the side no, I, I judge on the side. It's pretty much um, a hobby, and um, I just I just love doing it and um, being able to help some some athletes who are willing to ask or who's not afraid of asking for feedbacks and um, stuff like that. But cool. it's something I enjoyed very 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 much. Nice. What do you do full time? What's your main uh, source? You know, your main uh, job. I work at the at the University of um, Rotterdam. Okay. And um, I I do work a normal time of forty hours a week, and um, mm-hmm. but it gives me many 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 vacation days. So that's what I use to go out and and fly over. Sometimes every almost every weekend in order to be able to judge. That's Beautiful. so awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have like almost thirteen weeks of vacation a year. Oh, wow. Holy crap. That's crazy. That's amazing. So what do you do at the university? Are you a professor? Or are you working like the no, administration? No, I'm not a professor. I could be a naughty professor, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I work in facilities. Okay, cool. Awesome. Very cool. Yeah, it's not what <laughs> I did before, but um, it's what I do now. And I, it allows me to do what I... I enjoy to do so. I wouldn't trade it for anything right now. Absolutely, yeah. That's a that's a perfect scenario. Yeah, yeah I don't think any other job who will give me so many days off and the flexibility to do what I love. Yeah, that's amazing. Very cool. Well, Mike, it's nice to meet you. And again, we're really, really honored to have you on the show, ladies. Let's go ahead and pick up with the questions and uh, get Mike a little uncomfortable. No, I'm kidding. Let's get it. <laughs> Yeah, let's roll. Okay, so I'll go first, I think. Um, Mike, first yeah. question for you. <laughs> what made you want to judge? Um, it was many, many years ago. My wife, which you know very well, yeah. <laughs> um, was an athlete. And um, they, they asked me, why don't I join? Actually, my cousin, who is the... He, who got me into this is the uh, president of the IFB elite um, in, in the Caribbean. Mm. And, uh, but in that time, I really wanted to, to judge in order to be fair. And I, I liked it. I don't know. I cannot tell you exactly why, but it's pretty much because, because of him and my wife 
being an ex-athlete got me into it. But um, I've been always into this um, discipline. The sport. I, yeah, oh, I've okay. been training for, for, for many, many years since I was a little kid. You can't see it because I, I've been also eating a lot since I was a little kid. But <laughs> I've been training my whole life pretty much. Yeah, so you and never you, wanted to compete. That's sorry, what I was going to ask. <laughs> oh, sorry. sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> um, I don't think I have the discipline to do that. I mean, yeah, this I, <laughs> I can, I can, I can do some diet. Like right now, I, I lost 14 kilograms in like um, 12 weeks or something like that. Oh. And I, but like to get shredded and so, nah, I don't think so. I love, I love to eat. I love to eat. <laughs> so if you, hey, if you honest. had to choose, if you had to choose a division for yourself, what do you think that you would want to do if you were ever to branch out and do that? If I was going to become like an athlete? Yeah. Um, I would probably have to do like bodybuilding because I have a very broad waist and I will not fit into any other category that's bodybuilding. Okay. Okay. But do you like bodybuilding or do you think like it's, it would be only because of your genetics and because of it your structure? Be just because of my genetics. Okay. Um, I like bodybuilding, but I like the classic physique better. Okay. All right. Awesome. All right. Okay, so talking about divisions, what's your favorite one to judge? My favorite one to judge. Uh, my favorite class, you would not like this, but is uh, actually ah. wellness. <laughs> wellness, that's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> it was actually, always... I love watching wellness. I actually think yeah, that it's too. very, very interesting to see the different type of physiques that there are. And I love to see kind of because I was just at the um, the NPC Nationals this weekend and I got to watch the wellness girls compete there and the girls that got their pro card and stuff. And it's so interesting just to see the different kind of physiques that are up there and then what they end up choosing. So that's actually one of my favorite divisions. And they too. are so much shorter than you pros. And it looks like they they could be at the Olympia, like top five of wellness. Seriously. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's crazy. Because well, I think that the, they've been waiting for it for the entire for, life. For it to open, right. <laughs> yes, exactly. the, the nice thing about wellness is that it was made for the, the type of athlete who were always too big for bikini. Like they have yeah. big glutes and big quads and hamstrings. So if they if they look, cut their weights in order to do bikini, they're going to be like, they have to, it, it's not going to look right because it's still going to be too big. Right. Yeah. So they, they could never do bikini. And um, it's it's a uh, it's awesome. I, I like it. Yeah, me too. I, I remember that I had some friends that actually they are now competing as wellness pros like Casey, you know, Casey. Yeah, yeah Casey. Yeah. She um, she told me many times that she was always like struggling to get into the bikini shape because the body was always wanting to grow and grow and grow. And you have, for example, Paulette from Spain uh yeah. she's always been a wellness but she was competing as a bikini pro but she didn't fit the the division at all and it's like it's genetic genetics and the physique was awesome but it just wasn't fitting the the division so I think that it was such a great move to to add the, the division and I'm really looking forward to next year's Olympia and see to seeing how you know how how everything will be regarding wellness more even more now because I, I think that everyone is 
sometimes I, I even think that everyone is looking forward more to seeing wellness or watching the wellness division rather than the bikini one. And I don't know if this is true, but uh, following following this thought, do you think that wellness will become more popular than bikini in the future or if it is now already, even though mm -hmm. not having it at the Olympia? You know, you know, I don't think so because there are there are not so many people built for wellness. I don't think it's more specific. Uh, yeah, it's 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 a lot. A lot of times, they are some bikini like lazy bikini athletes mm. who likes to gain too much weight in the off season. Oh yeah, yeah, that's not wellness. Yeah, and and that's then not wellness, they right. cannot. They cannot make it on time and and they believe okay that this is not for me because I, I'm, I'm struggling to get into shape but then they do wellness but wellness if you notice wellness is muscle like mm -hmm. big nice legs and 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 glutes and, and and calves not not fat right and the conditioning <clears throat> is still there so that's yeah. what a lot of people so, are getting twisted yeah. about the wellness division more yep. than bikini, I think the condition, from what yep. I've seen. Yeah. <clears throat> and um, in in the beginning, especially a lot of um, a lot of bikini athletes ran and, and and go into wellness because they are just so lazy to do what it takes to get in shape. Right. Or they yeah. let they let go too far in the off season and get too fat and yeah, then they, there's nothing they can do to make it. Yeah, so the, the wellness division, like summarizing, is just more specific. So you think that it's not going to be as popular as bikini in the future or even well, now? It could be popular, but I don't think it will be as big as bikini. Yeah, because, just because okay. there are limited athletes that can do it. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. It's it's more accessible bikini division. Bikini is uh, it's yeah. You have more more chance. There's a lot more into it so yeah i don't think so i think bikini will okay that's great news for us Ash. <laughs> woo woo <laughs> i know <laughs> stay happy yeah i know <laughs> so do you do you think that it's hard like is it hard for you to judge or is it something that's just like it comes natural to you like judging is it's it's very tricky sometimes because um it all depends always every class every every group standing on in front of you it's um it's it's to me it comes naturally but what what happened is uh, sometimes people don't understand our judging because in one class we can go like um in one length we choose for the one that's like harder and drier and in better condition but the that's also in, in very nice shape you know and, mm -hmm. and sometimes you have to go for one a little bit softer because the other ones don't look good at all and then so what happened is in in one category you go for one a little softer and some, sometimes you have to go for something a little harder and people don't understand they believe like okay these are very inconsistent but it's because of what you have in front of you right we always have to choose the best athlete in the line. Right. Yeah. On that given day. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, exactly. So have you... Yeah, go uh, ahead. Sorry, go on. No, go, go. 
Okay, so I was going to ask if you ever had, uh, following this idea and what you explained, if you ever had an argument with a coach or an athlete, like after a show or because of the feedback of the placing, so... Because, yeah, sometimes it, I, I talk because I already, I, or I mean, I say this because I already got confused after competing. And you know that because I talk with you sometimes and even more yeah. when you judge and I want to, to know what's happening. And even when I'm not there, um, because sometimes people just get confused and don't know what, uh, what they should follow because the, they, they think that the... Um, the division is kind of changing because of what you guys are picking but yeah at the end it's just because the girl looks better comparing to the others and you have to choose the best one but have you ever had an argument even i don't know like weeks after the show or even after right after the show when we when we go to to talk with you guys have you ever had an argument with someone with anyone um, like having argument no but a lot of time they just want to hear what they want to hear they you want they want you to tell them what they want to hear mm -hmm. they want you to a lot of times especially with the guys they they want you to tell them like oh they rob you that you got robbed you were number one you were the best one i don't know what happened oh man you know that's that's, <laughs> what, that's they keep asking because that's what they want to hear because everybody's telling them that you should have won you're the best one i don't know what they're looking at so they they keep pushing because they want you to tell them that. But um, yeah, you know me for a long time. I'm 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 very very straightforward, and I'm I could be harsh, but it's the truth. I tell you what it is, and um, yeah, sometimes they're not happy with me. I know that. <laughs> that seems to be a common theme among judges. Period. For anything, it doesn't matter. You know what it is. Uh, you guys are always the ones that kind of take the brunt of the the uh, negativity at the end because everybody wants to say, "Oh, it was the judges. It was the judges." But you know, obviously, we know just hearing what you just said in regard to the last question, it's not easy to be up there and be the one making those decisions. Right. No, of course not. And um, plus, a lot of time you could, you could be uh, you could have the the best physique mm -hmm. on the stage. But if you're posing sock, right, and, and, and you don't that makes a huge difference. The one next to you, with 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 eighty percent only of a, a good body, but can show better than you, he he will win, because he looks better at the moment. It doesn't yeah. matter how good you are if you can't show it. Yep. yep. And um, yeah, that's and why you really need to work on the posing and, you know, give time to that. Try every every day, your routine, everything. Have a posing oh, yeah. coach. Yeah, and having someone to guide you regarding that. Because sometimes, yeah, as Mike said, you can look the best, you can be the best one. But if your posing just doesn't show uh, or doesn't allow you to showcase your 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 features, your best, yeah, your best way of looking, I would say, and hide your your flaws i would say yeah. it's just not worth it just to you know plug 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 pew pew prep pew pew prep i'm not biased not being biased no <laughs> you know what what I, I i find very funny because posting takes a lot of energy you burn a lot of calorie if you post like a, a bodybuilder uh, poses oh yeah 
20 minutes a day. I mean, you know how much calorie they're burning? They're sweating like crazy. They're sweating yeah. like crazy. It's so funny. <laughs> so it, it should be something that they 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 should love to do. Mm-hmm. You know, you you're burning calories while you're getting better. You know, yeah. like and uh, yeah, that's that's a lot of yeah. But still, I, I love what I do, and um, I, I try to put all the time I can to help the athletes. And um, trust me, when you have a competition with six, seven hundred athletes, you're gonna get at least between ninety to a hundred who will contact you for feedback. And it takes a while because you have to take pictures of them, um, make collage, and um, mark them, and tell them, look at this, look at the difference between here and here. Look at between this. Um, I used like in bikini, I use Beatrice a lot. To show them what, what, what <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and um, user as 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 a you know like um, as a how do you an example, it? yeah, mm-hmm. yes, and um, it, it takes a while, and sometimes you an athlete could wait for like a, f- a few days, and I don't maybe they they don't like it, maybe they believe that you don't make the time for them, but. Hey, besides judging, I also have a life, you know. Right, right. right. I have to work, mm-hmm. I have to do my things. I need to spend time with my wife, and uh, uh, but I do my best. Yeah, exactly. Everyone does. And so, regarding that, like after the shows, um, do you have like a schedule for you, like a plan to to reply to everyone who reaches out to you regarding feedback or? Do you just reply uh, when you receive things and, and try to do it as, as fast as I can, uh, as uh, you I, can? Yeah, I try to, I try to, um, to go as they come in, but sometimes you ask them for pictures. Like uh, I like to use pictures from the stage because if they t- send you a picture while they're posing at the gym, they might look good there, but on the stage, it would have been maybe completely different. So in, in order to give them a feedback on what happened on the stage, you have to see good pictures of the competition. And, um, and sometimes it, it takes a few days for them to, to send them back. And then they send it, but you're, you're busy with 10 other athletes. So they have to wait another few days before you can get to them. But um, that's pretty much, there's no plan. It's first come, first serve. Yeah, and do you? But is is it something that the I, the IFBB in this case, but the the federation asks asks you to do as a judge, or do you do it just because you want, or because you want to be nice and to help the athletes? I do it because I, I like to help the athletes. It's um, like if they want uh, feedback on their standings, like how they end finished, they have to contact the head the, the head judge. I mean, oh, I'm, yeah. not gonna, I'm not going to argue with them. Uh, you, you finish first, you finish second because of this. I only help them with their physique or tell them what they can improve on. Just feedback. Oh, yeah, them. what they should improve. Yeah, okay, all right. Got it. All right. It's you, Ash. <laughs> okay, <clears throat> so what, um, what's been your favorite moment as being a judge? Favorite moment? You know, every time... But I know an athlete and uh, he's working hard and, 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 and working really hard to, to improve and 
um, ask for feedback and they try to do what you tell them and then you see they're succeeding and be, like get getting a pro card or winning a, a, a pro show like uh, Bea you did uh, you may be proud twice you know when you hit that finally hit that pro card and then when you won your first pro show it, it was very very nice moment for me and um, no I think it was for everyone that was there in Seoul the emotion that 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 moment was like it was surreal at least for me and for my parents uh, it was great yeah <laughs> i know i know my wife was um, jumping back home and uh, <laughs> so yeah because for everyone that doesn't know mike started judging me when i changed from the ifbb elite pro to elite um to the ifbb pro league or npc because it, back in, in Portugal, when I started competing, we just had the IFEB Elite and they, they weren't separated before, yeah, when I started competing. So in 2018, when they split up, I think, um, mm. I, I changed to the NPC because, of course, I wanted to become a pro and become um, an Olympian in the future and all that stuff. So as it it is the only way to achieve that, I changed and my first competition was in Italy. And yeah, um, yeah and and you were there then the second competition like two weeks after or three i don't know in rimini in italy again you were there then i don't know like you judged me for like five times that year or yeah. six yeah probably was, and then at pro shows in europe as well i i was fortunate enough to see you growing from a little girl to what you are now and uh um, when i was 17 yeah when i started um competing as an npc competitor so yeah we we have we have a long story together so okay so uh, glad to 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 know or yeah to know now that the, the one of the favorite moments that you have more or less includes me and and yeah. that day that was awesome <laughs> yeah it was um yeah very special because number one um uh, I, I I grew to to know you a lot and um, see you fighting for and you did many competitions um, after. Yeah, it was hard that year. Uh, you won many times your two different classes, junior and your length, but keep falling off the the overall. But when when finally you got it, it was a, a very nice moment, I think, for for all of us. Yeah. No, it was great. It, it's by far one of my favorite moments, I think, too, because that year was I competed, um, I think it was eight times, if I'm not wrong. The last one was my pro show, but seven times I went to the overall, seven or oh, six times I went to the overall and all of them I placed like third or second or third or second. So it was quite, quite frustrating. So it, it was a hard year. Yeah, it was. It was like um, every competition I would place first and then the following day, because it was always a, a two-day show. So I had to, to do everything again for the following day and then placing second at the overall, all the time, in the overall, all the time. So, yeah, um, yeah it, it was quite frustrating, that, <laughs> that thing. <laughs> but it, turns out, but it, it was worth it, yeah. It, um, sometimes it takes time. Some people just turn pro... Um, in the first competition and that's that's amazing like I, I, that's really admirable um but if, if someone is always fighting for it when when it finally arrives that 
in your like in your hands when you finally have it in your hands the pro card and you are able to lift it and take the picture with the medal and all that stuff it's it's super worth it everything that you that you've been through until until that moment and all the effort oh, and, so and everything yeah, yeah exactly it's like, like the best feeling ever like you don't even think about all the struggles and everything that you went oh, through no. like that immediately goes away you know what I mean no exactly mm-hmm. exactly yeah it's the same thing as I don't know like doing the quarantine before before coming here to California like it, it was hard I won't um I won't lie uh, because I was far away from everyone I was in a new place with people that I I love but I don't know like they are my friends but I don't know them like I haven't talk with them for a long time and all that stuff so they were new for me and they are still new for me uh so it's quite it was quite hard but then coming here I I can say that I would do it all over again and the same thing Mm -hmm. with competing I would go back and do everything again even the things that I I would change now I think I I wouldn't because I would change I I think that that in uh if I really went back I wouldn't change for real because it just made me who I am today and mm-hmm. and everything just make makes um makes us like construct build us as a person and who Absolutely. we are today yeah even the struggles and everything that doesn't that that is not correct or that is not right at the moment or in the future you realize that it wasn't the best choice or something like that um it just makes you the person that you are today and I think that struggling that much during that year just made me, you know, just going to the Olympia and being a pro and being able to say that I'm an Olympian and all that stuff and being young and being a pro at the same time. But at this, but at the same time, yeah, again, having my feet on the ground and um, and knowing for sure that I still have a lot to walk until I get where I where I want to be. So there's no flying here. I fly and I dream and all that stuff. But at the same time, I, I keep myself humble and I keep myself like thinking about where I come from and mm-hmm. what I struggled and I don't forget about it. So like a normal uh, the person. hard moments are always <laughs> worth it. Huh? Like a normal person. Yeah. Like you don't, yeah, you don't exactly. let the, the craziness get to your head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. And many people just turn pro or the coaches, they, uh, they they have a new pro and they just start like being on top of the world and having everything under their feet and not helping they don't help anyone else because they think that they are the best and all that stuff oh, yeah. um i'm not not sending like messages whatsoever but i no no yeah know, yeah the funniest I'm thing not- in the world though like from my perspective and just not to jump on top of you but as an athlete manager and someone who's been in the business and had to deal with, you know, like inquiries about sponsorships and things like that. It's amazing how differently the communication changes from the moment that someone is a amateur to the moment that someone is a pro, because immediately they, and and, in certain instances, not everybody, but in certain instances, their perceived value of themselves goes through the roof and they'll, and that's when they start to get cocky and they're like, well, I just turned pro at this event. So I'm worth so much more now. So you can't just give me free products. You have to give contract. me money. And you, oh, I mean, it's just, it's insane. Like the way some people perceive that, like in me, don't get, don't get me wrong. I mean, becoming a pro bodybuilder is absolutely I mean, a phenomenal achievement, but oh there's God, yeah. so much, there's so much more beyond that. You know what I mean? Like there's a, yes. there's a huge gap between Mr. Olympia and a guy who just turned pro at nationals 
in you know men's physique <laughs> you know what i mean and it's, yeah. and it's like that, it's yeah it, it's being someone else um around being a, a competitor like no no brand will want you only because you are an athlete right like n no brand like uh, at the end like it's all about numbers first um, oh, yeah. and you have to have marketability of course yeah yeah and if you want to really be someone you have to build yourself outside of of, of the, the stage like not competing yeah. because it's part of what we are and it it, it inspires everyone if you compete you are uh, I, I wouldn't say automatically because it takes some more stuff to be an, uh, an inspirational person i would say Absolutely. but but if you compete it's uh, almost um a given that you will be an inspiration for someone because you are able to do something that not everyone is able to. Right. Uh, you also have to I, have a personality. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so if, yeah, exactly. If you don't have a personality, yeah, uh, uh, let's say uh, on Instagram, someone can start following you. But if uh, after some days, if you, if the person realizes that actually it's not worth it to follow you and to see your posts and to see your stories because they are boring, they are always the same or they are always about coupon codes and all that stuff they, they will just stop following you once i had a, a guy that told me uh he was actually my friend like i i know him he's from portugal um it was i don't know like two years ago i was with another brand um and they used to like try to push hard regarding advertising um so he just told me look i stopped following you because i was freaking tired of watching your stories and it was always about a brand and your instagram is not a brand your instagram right. is you you right. are the brand so take like take care of your profile as as a as your brand as you as a person Absolutely. you know uh, yeah. and i think that uh yeah and i think that many going back to to the topic i think that many just forget um where they came from and forget the, the struggle that is um, that many go through until they get the pro card and until they get the titles that they have now um, and they just forget that and go to talk they, they talk with judges being like they, they are rude and they they just want the others to or the judges to tell them that you know like those shitty um, feedbacks uh, <laughs> Just, just because you didn't win, just because of this, like you just need to come mm -hmm. like this, and it's a small change, but next time you you will win <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know what it is. Um, at least at some um, at some pro levels, you can you can say, okay, yeah, he's pro, and so. But sometimes you get it. Even people just winning, just like an amateur class, and and. and 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 the next day you see them on on Facebook. Yeah, if you want a prep coach, inbox me. And, <laughs> yeah, and, and you're like, oh my god, you you look like crap. You, it's your first competition. <laughs> <laughs> no Just being honest here. You're right. No, you're right. <laughs> yeah, there's they, a, they... a lot of those out there, and um, I, I I don't understand what what they why they have to believe or feel like they are more than the others and um if i i never i never use that to be someone i i rather be it doesn't matter to me if i'm not known if i'm not rich right. but i like when i walk into a room people go hey mike come here and um nobody's trying to avoid me they all want to talk to me and i i, I rather be loved than than you know like 
being yeah. idiot. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, yeah. Made fun yeah. Of. Like you said, they competed at like the Bob's Basement bodybuilding show, and now all of a sudden they're a prep coach and and they want to try to get sponsored by the biggest companies in the world. And the the, the beauty of going back to that too is the way that some of them react when their heads are that big. And when you tell them, you kind of put them in their place and you say, look, like, you know, I appreciate you coming forward with us, but we're not, you know, you're not in a position right now where we would see you as a sponsorable athlete. And they come back and they're like, oh, you'll see one day I'll be Mr. Olympia. And it's like, okay, man, like, I'm not trying to, (laughs) you You know, I'm just, yeah, I'm just telling you, you know, I know where you are right now. And if five years from now you are in that Mr. Olympia seat, then, Hey, hit me up and we'll talk. But right now, you know, I'm sorry that you just won, you know, the Jolly Roger, you know, uh, amateur show down the street, but you're not ready for this yet. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, let's get back uh, to our questions from Mike. <laughs> yes. Yes. Let's stop rambling. <laughs> Ashley, you want to go next? Yes. Um, so tell us what, like, one of your pet peeves, um, like, of competitors or, of the competitions like what are your pet peeves of whenever you judge um you know that's that's not an easy answer um question to answer um there are too many yeah <laughs> okay i was joking but actually... he rolled it <laughs> okay. out here's my list <laughs> yeah yeah it, it is it is so you know um it's it's really tough for me to 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 brainstorm now around that. Not so re- only one small, like the the bottom of the list, so so that it's not as harsh as you want to be, <laughs> as you could be. Oh my god! <laughs> I, I I don't know. I, nah, I, I might I no might worse. not be able to answer that because. Uh, he doesn't There's... want to piss anybody off. We get it. That's fine. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Slide on to the next one. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so next one. I think that okay. this one is, is easier. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Uh, so do you think bodybuilding still has a lot to change in terms of standards? You mean bodybuilding the class or bodybuilding overall? Oh, no, in general, in general. Okay. I just wanted to clarify. Um... Yeah, I don't think so um, because we've seen it going from from one point to another. Now they trying to move back to where it was before, but um, it's 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 gonna always be changing. It, it yeah, it's gonna be changing all the time because um, I, I've seen it. I've seen many changes in all, all the years I've I've been doing this and. Um, um they keep going back and forth you know mm-hmm. like um sometimes it's they 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 say like the big guys are like um, circus freaks and uh, they want to bring it down but it, it goes down for like two years and then on the third year you see they give the biggest they start growing again again and and then all the rest is gonna go oh no fuck it they all want to they want big we're gonna go big so it's, it's gonna it's gonna be always like moving back and forth. Um, back and forth. Yeah, I don't think it's 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 something that they they can um, keep on one line. It's very difficult. So, yeah, and that's because I would say like all the different types 
of bodies and genetics and athletes that Absolutely. are coming up there. Like you, ne- first of all, you never know, you know, some random person can be like in the works and you're just like, dang, where did you come from? That happens all the time. And that can kind of change, you know, things just like bikini with Issa, obviously Issa didn't come out of nowhere. She's been here, but I mean, like her winning the Olympia was huge because of how much muscle she has. So it was just like a huge thing for a lot of people like, dang, like this is what they're looking for. Now they're looking for a little bit of muscle, but you still have to be careful because they still want, you know, to different, different, (laughs) different. (laughs) Why can I not say that word? I don't know. (laughs) Sometimes it has to do with, again, with, um, at the moment, even though that, she was a little, maybe a little too muscle, but she was the best one. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So they gave it to mm-hmm. her, and everybody believes, okay, that's the new standard. That's where we right. all need. To, we have right. to be, you know, more. You need more definition. You need more this. You need, uh, but it's because at that moment it was like that. Right. Um, in in Spain for the Europe Europe uh, Europe um, Pro, um, I was telling Bea between the three top three bikinis the one who won was perfect the second one was a little too hard not perfect yeah no i wasn't too hard oh no the Europa you, Pro. you were second yes you were second you yeah. were a little too soft and the third mm-hmm. was too hard but yeah you know, like so it was so, in the mid adriana was in the middle yeah so mm-hmm. um that's 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 what it was you know she was at that moment, she was perfect. You were a little too soft, and uh, third place was a little too hard. And third place ended up coming a little bit softer in the other shows, and she's doing pretty good now. Yeah, and she won yeah. you, two you shows look, in a row. Yeah. Yeah, and you look oh, wow. harder and better. So I think uh, the Olympia is going to be also a very nice, very oh, nice. Yeah. It's not going to be forward. this year because I think you're all going to be be going better than before (laughs) oh yeah we're definitely going to come out of this olympia my thought process in bikini with an all-new champion like i don't think it's i don't think anybody who's won prior years is going to come back and win again i think it's going to end up with i would even venture to say the top three is going to be all new girls i i think based on what i've seen so far this year oh really i think so. what are your thoughts on that what's your top three then i mean i'm not gonna put you guys on blast because you're my you're you know oh no just don't include us you're my team no well you have to be included because i have a feeling that that's where we're going to be looking so i have i honestly believe that there's a very high potential that three of our team members could be top three that's all i'm going to say i'm not going to go any deeper than that Mm. Mm -hmm. all right that's my thoughts it's going to be a a difficult one for them to judge i think because you saw this weekend that it, it was the nationals yeah. Like everyone looked so good, especially bodybuilding, because I wasn't um, watching it. But Joe, especially, he was watching the bodybuilding, and yeah. what they what they was were sharing Justin and and Dom, and everyone looked so good as an amateur, and especially after the COVID, after being in quarantine, after yeah. all the uncertainty and all the stress, everyone looked so good. Right. That I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about the Olympia, and it's like Jesus. Okay, if if the amateurs <laughs> look that way, this way, uh, just wait for the pros to show up, and you know, mm-hmm. it's the biggest show of the year. So I'm really looking forward to, to watching it all the divisions. Yep. 
I've seen yeah. some some newcomers um, kicking butt. Like we were in Romania, and four four um, pro debut. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they come out for the first time and they all qualify for the Olympia. Damn. Four. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Four of That's them. Awesome. Just just for the first time competing in pro and they won. Wow. Um, so That's awesome. Yeah, so you see that people are taking it seriously. And, um, the, oh, yeah, the, the level is going up pretty Oh, awesome. oh yeah, the, the level is going to keep moving up. Yeah, I think it's quarantine. It was funny because I think you only had two directions you could go in quarantine. Either you sat on the couch and drank beer and ate Oreos and got fat, or you worked <laughs> out five times a day. <laughs> you know what I mean? So <laughs> it was like busy. they, right? They either, I mean, there wasn't a whole hell of a lot else to do. So it was either you got better or you just said, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna get fat." <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? The ones, I mean, the ones who kept training. Yep. They, they they kept training by fate because yeah in, in Europe at any moment they could like cancel everything to a lockdown yeah. absolutely yeah. And, um, some some places they did a lockdown a week after the show right. so yeah. um, it, it, it was not easy and we also had many athletes who trained and they were already prepping for so long and they they couldn't get into the country. Mm-hmm. Because they're, they're coming in from uh, uh, this country, and if you come from that country, it's red, blah, 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 right. so they can get in, stuff like that, you know, like, um, it's just, it, it's not easy, it, it's not, it was not an easy moment, let's say like that. Yeah, absolutely, because, it hasn't um, been an easy uh, year at all, so. Yeah, mm-hmm. prep, uh, six months for nothing. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. it's a disappointment but then then it's worth it when it, everything starts opening up again and and we we start being able to do what we love to do um Absolutely. actually yeah. all right yeah. so uh last four questions that we have for you mike um would you rather judge only amateurs or only pros you know they're both challenging mm-hmm. um i like amateurs but I like the pros as well. And I, I like to work better with the pros and amateurs. Um, in the amateurs, like when people ask you for feedback, they're always fi- trying to fight you. Like what is, um, they never agree with you. Like they say, they ask, uh, what do I have to improve on? They say, okay, work on your V shape, more lats, your, your back is weak. No, everybody says they're my strongest point. (laughs) (laughs) My mom says I'm the cutest. (laughs) Oh my god. My mom says I'm pretty. My my coach says I should have won. My dad said I'm the better one. You know, stuff like that. Exactly. And um it's it's in in the pro it's different. They they ask you for a feedback, what can they 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 improve on? And maybe I've never had anyone saying, nah, you're wrong. Or they, they all, after I send them pictures and show them on pictures, like um, compare them to other ones or compare them to themselves, mm-hmm. uh, competition before that or a year before, something like that. Um, 
then they, they always pretty much agree and say, okay, they see it now and blah, blah, blah. And they go and they work on and and and, and, and you feel like they depreciate you anyways. But, oh, yeah. uh, but amateur is also nice because you get to see the ones who really want to grow fighting and fighting and fighting to become a pro. And um, when you're hung, hungry for it, uh, you, you see it. You see them yeah. fighting every competition, a little bit better, a little bit better, a little bit better, a little bit, until they make it. Unfortunately, yeah. not all of them will make it. Not everyone is. Uh, so is it easy for you to remember people? Like when you see people again, are you like, oh, I remember them? Even though you see so many athletes? Some I do. Some, okay. Yeah. I always wondered that. I always wondered if judges remember if people are going like back-to-back -back shows, if it's rememberable or if like say they do, you know, a couple pro shows or a couple um, amateur shows and then yeah, keep trying some, to fight for that pro card. Some you do very much, like especially um, if they are like on the top close yeah like um you pretty much can remember every detail and um, okay once they start falling a little bit further back it gets harder to remember them yeah yeah, yeah. and that makes sense you know because it's just like anything else i mean the ones that stand out are fresh in your mind and they, you know and they might even be the ones that you end up going and like you know following them on social media or something like that because they impressed you a little bit they actually gave you something that you wanted to pay attention to whereas the ones at the back of the pack were kind of just like yeah they're there <laughs> you yeah know? And, and also you get to see them more because when when, right. when when you have a lineup with 38 40 athletes um you don't have much time to, to take like the top 15 right so once you're looking at them quick 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 the rest fall out and then you 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 deal only with the top ones for the most of the time right and uh, then the other ones are just cha 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 and finish yeah you no know? so it's it's very hard that's why it's very important to if for us to give feedback we need to see a good picture of the competition in order to do that right yeah yeah exactly Okay, so one thing that you would do or you would change, yeah, uh, you would do if you were Jim Mannion. If I was Jim Mannion, um, <laughs> there probably wouldn't be much that I, I would change. Um, the only thing that as a judge, I can say uh, I would love to for him to change is um, like to give the ones who more experienced one in Europe also nice. um, uh, judges then um, the chance to maybe do like um, like a head judge for a bigger show because a lot of, of, of us are very experienced doing um, head judge for many, many years, but not in the big shows. But, you know, it would be nice that that is something that I guess we just like athletes, you like to grow and get better and keep moving forward. We as judges love that too, you know, like um, keep growing, keep getting better with, with the years. And um, the opportunity is very slim for us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. And also like 
I know, I know, like for to, to, to judge in the States for us is almost impossible. You might get one judge out of Europe, maybe. But the, the thing is, in, in, in the United States, there's so many judges and right. really good judges also. And nobody's going to fly a guy from the Netherlands to fly to California to do a show. Oh, Doesn't, yeah. You know, yeah. They can, it's expensive. It's very far. It's this, it's that. And um, so that already is um, keeping us a little bit away. But for the rest, I, I don't. I think they're doing pretty good. Um, oh. I, I don't. I don't see. I, I've been trying to think, but no. Well, everything What's is the... good then. <laughs> yeah, it's I, awesome. Yeah, you know, I, I, honestly, uh, I haven't experienced anything like bad myself cool. with, with good. the federation. Yeah. Or... yeah, that's awesome. So, what's the biggest? What's the biggest show you've ever judged, Mike? Um. Yeah, like just I, I've I've never done anything like I, I've never judged anything in the states. So, okay. I've done like the, the pro shows here, but um, nothing bigger. Okay. European pro and um, Romanian and, and some. But they're still, they're good size shows because I know over especially in Europe you guys don't have. There's not a lot of shows over there like there are in the United States. So when you do have shows, they tend to be larger scale in terms of more people because there's not as many options, right? Yeah, like um, like um, like the the um, Olympia in Spain, mm-hmm. Olympia in amateur is like last year they had like 700 something athletes plus a pro show with and um, they they're big but they're not name there, there are no right. arnold classic there are no, no right right you know mm-hmm. like but yeah big and athletes because there is like you said there's not so many right so whenever there is a pro show or a pro qualify everybody wants to to be part of it you know like yeah. they, they want to try their luck very cool yeah. I, I would even think that that's even more experience like for you guys over there when it comes to judging those larger scale shows that have more people that can almost we can almost venture into say that some of you guys that have done a lot of those over there may be more physically experienced in timing than some of the guys that may be judging like more shows but smaller smaller venues you know smaller shows over here because I know that I've been to quite a few um over the years like you know work worked like booths and had tables and stuff like that to some to some extent i've been the i've been to pro shows where there was like 50 competitors like literally yeah, 50 yeah, competitors yeah. total you know what i mean the shows were over in like two hours <laughs> you know it's like in and done and it's like i'm like wow this is a pro show but it's like in the middle of nowhere you know like and just they don't you know nobody goes crazy over it because there's 25 other shows that they can go to you know it's true. Yeah. it's true but you know what makes sometimes our shows very very difficult the language barrier right like yeah. um sometimes you get like from the middle <clears throat> east come a group of 200 bodybuilders from the middle east mm-hmm. and three of them speaks english and they do have to translate all the time right so you're trying to tell the people take your socks off take uh, take your clothes <laughs> up. Oh, we have to do this. <laughs> you like, and and they don't put attention what we do to the ones in front of them. Right. So every so time you're you constantly have to, repeating yourself. Yeah. Yeah, it's like talking to a puppy. 
<laughs> it's like you, you doing your best. Like, uh, 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 uh. Oh my god! Oh my. Uh, why'd you uh, piss on my floor? Huh? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> no, but what I get what you you're saying. <laughs> There's definitely a lot more languages. You know, I mean, you guys are over there. You know, in Europe, so almost every country has a different language. Whereas yep. here in the states, everybody speaks English. <laughs> you know what I mean? English For the most Spanish, part. But mm-hmm. either way, you're okay. Right. Some of uh, someone in the judges speak Spanish as well, and and the rest speaks English. So it should be okay. But in in our case, people from <clears throat> Ukraine, Romania, Russia, uh, um, then you have Sweden, Switzerland, and uh, you name it. They're all different. Yep. And um, if they don't speak English, you are. In tr- it, it takes longer. Right. Absolutely. And even dialects, I mean, some of them will speak the same language, but a different dialect, which makes it, you know, you could speak Spanish, but then running, you know, we have Portuguese and things like that. I mean, it's essentially a different dialect of a base Spanish language, but they don't always understand each other. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, damn, like I thought I was doing good because I spoke Spanish. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. Yeah. What else you got, ladies? Okay, so next one for you, Ash. I think this is our last question. Cool. Yep. Yes. Mike's um, getting hungry. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Always hungry. I need to go to a sports <laughs> massage. Oh my goodness. Okay. So the last question is what is the most funny experience you've had when traveling for a show? Wow. The most funny experience. All the layovers, Mike. All the, the layovers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I I know the most painful experience. But <laughs> you can tell that most... one. <laughs> oh, tell us, tell us. Um, flying from India, and um, I I flew for like seven hours, I think, or ten hours to Russia, and I had to wait ten hours at the airport. But Man. it oh, was, geez. I had to fly. I had to be at the airport like four o'clock in the morning and the show finished at one. We went out and eat something, get back to the hotel, take a shower, went to the, to the airport, did not sleep for like 30 something hours already. Oh man. And, um, delusional. <laughs> That's yeah, I put my headphone on and blast the music to stay awake. Right. And eventually they called and moved the gate, they changed, but I didn't hear it. So oh, by no. the time I realized, I went to look and I'm so tired. I look a three and a five and I thought it was 35, but it was 53. And oh, I stopped man. on the way and I look again, I see 35, but it was 53. And um, I ran and ran and ran to the air and, 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 and the, the airport is it's not small. It's, it's a big airport. And I finally get there. I'm waiting. My wife is apping with me. Are you boarding yet? I'm like, no, I see nobody there yet. She's like weird. And I keep and she, she went checking and said, hey, your flight just left. I'm like, fuck. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So. Running, running back, running back, uh, trying to do something. And um, they, yeah, I had to buy a new ticket and I had to spend another 11 hours there waiting for the next. Oh, no. Oh, I spent 21 hours waiting at the airport um, without sleeping and anything. So it it, it was really hard. 
That's oh, that terrible. sounds so awful. Mm-hmm. Flights. Yeah. <laughs> I'm flying tomorrow. <laughs> Hopefully, it doesn't happen. Nah, you guys will be okay. Hopefully. Yeah. So All good vibes. You got a straight flight, don't you? You're just flying straight from. Uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a good. quick one uh, as well. Like it's, I think it's four or five hours. I don't even think it's that long. It's like three and a half for you guys to get. To oh, really? Texas, but uh, told yeah. me it was like maybe, that. maybe four. It might be like four. But um, yeah. but anyways, we have uh, we just hit an hour. So I yep. just want to thank thank you, Mike, for coming on, man. We really, really, really yeah, appreciate awesome. you taking yeah, the time. Thank you so Very much. Fun. I like it. I appreciate it. <laughs> Absolutely, it's a blast. And uh, maybe after once we get into fresh flowing season again next year, we'll have you back on and. And uh, to catch up with you again, I think it'd be great. Yes. Absolutely. All right, ladies. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And see you next week. Until next time. Bye. 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 Bye.